this story, it's uh, framed. I mean, you probably you probably don't have haggard ex lovers in your dead pile of leaves. <laughs> You'll never so. know. Okay, so welcome to the second episode of A Curious Exchange with me, Catherine, and Lindsay. Me. <laughs> And she just got finished prettying herself up for the podcast. Like, oh my God, I rolled out of bed like literally five minutes ago. <laughs> Life in quarantine. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully that. everyone had a good, happy Lunar New Year and a good Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it was it was a good time for me. And it's a long weekend here for us as well. So lots of family time being spent. Uh, I got my lucky money. It's, it's been a good time. <laughs> I didn't get any lucky money this year, but yeah. you know what? I'm fine. It's okay. So we're here. It's okay. We only have so much time left before we become working adults who oh. can't get any lucky money at all. I thought you so. were going to say till the world ends. I'm a change. It was minus uh, minus thirty here, so very bitter about that. Still, yeah. I mean, we're we're used to winters like this, though. I would say, right? I'm not. Anyways, uh, (laughs) what's our topic for today? Last week we talked about uh, the Chinese zodiac story. So this this week we're talking about. Um, so this week we're talking about the story of the kitchen god. So this is also related to Lunar New Year's for Vietnamese culture, but I'm sure it also stems from China. And I guess we can. Have you ever heard of the kitchen god before in your family? No, but he seems like a god I can get along with. <laughs> I can along with. Yeah. So like, I guess uh, some uh, context about how we. Uh, deal with or have the kitchen god uh, in our culture nowadays is um, technically they're kind of watching us in our kitchen. The kitchen is kind of this area where families come together to share meals and be together. And so the kitchen god is able to observe that throughout the year. And then on the 23rd of December, around that time, it follows the lunar calendar, so it changes. Mm. But um, the, uh, the kitchen god travels back to heaven essentially and like reports to the like jade emperor god oh, okay. dude and he's just like yeah like this family was like pretty tight like <laughs> i think i think we should bless them for the upcoming oh, new year yeah, a and, yes <laughs> a prize <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little uh gold sticker for doing oh. for you know being being good in the kitchen i guess <laughs> but yeah so we send send them off and then we also invite them back in during the time of lunar new year so Mm. yeah yeah so that's that's kind of how they exist now but the story has a bit more of a human element when the kitchen god was not a god quite just yet so i will uh just hop in i guess so the story goes long long ago deep in the woods there lived a married couple uh drum gao and tangy you don't have to re- remember the names necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> They're a married couple. Uh, they were poor, but very happy together. But um, they've been living together for many years without any children. And one day 
In a drunken state, Zhang Gao began to fight over some sort of manner with uh, Tian Yi. And it could have been, many sources say, it could have been because they were poor or because they have no children. And in his rage, he actually violently struck down on his wife. Oh my god, this guy is scum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> leave him immediately. Drop drop that man, which is actually what she did, but heartbroken oh <laughs> and for her safety. Uh, Tingyi fled their little house and she uh, began wandering tearfully for many days until she came across the home of Fam Lang, a woodcutter who took pity on her and offered to house her. So they, yeah, during that time, you know, like romance, oh my blossoms, God. you know. Strong woodcutter. The woodcutter <laughs> protects her. <laughs> yeah, with his wood and his axe, you know, that kind of. Uh... Give yourself a man. <laughs> yeah, so after coming to understand and take care of one another, they fell in love and soon became husband and wife themselves. And one day, and this was a couple days before the Lunar New Year, Fam Lang was out chopping wood. And Tingyi was at home. And a beggar knocks on the couple's door. And Tingyi comes out and she sees this dirty and haggard man asking for food. Feeling great sympathy for the beggar, she took him in and offered to cook for him. After some, you know, casual conversation, Tingyi realizes that this was her previous husband, Zhong Kao. And Did you know? Oh my god. <laughs> and he 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 also knew that, but was, you know, like he kept his head down because he was ashamed of what he did to her. And obviously, you know, karma being the bitch that it is, you know, bit him back and he's a beggar. Uh, oh my god. He, he did like during that conversation, he did tearfully apologize to his wife for uh, with his deep regret of hurting her. And she began remembering the old love she had for her. Oh, <laughs> what kind of Come on, he cut, he's cutting wood for you, and you're just gonna. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my uh, god! Yeah, so the two were making up and like just having conversation that evening until she heard Fam Lang returning home, and uh, she heard him uh, call out her name. Uh, in excitement and in surprise and fear of her husband getting angry at finding out she was with uh, her previous, you know, lover, she rushed Jungkao to hide in a large, large haystack outside of her home. Dark and alone in the haystack, Jungkao stood in wait. And unfortunately, that evening, Fam Lang wanted to burn this haystack to use the ashes oh as fertilizer for their crops. Because that's what you do. Like, I, I didn't know, like, you burn things and use it for fertilizer as crops. But actually, my dad does this, like, every year whenever he... Really? <laughs> like, yeah, every, every time when it's spring and he, he cleans up the yard, he uses the ashes of all, like, the dried grass and leaves. Oh, my God. Like, that's cool. That's resourceful. But, I love it. It is. <laughs> but in this story, it's uh, framed. I mean, you probably... You probably don't have haggard ex-lovers in your dead pile of leaves. <laughs> you will never so, know. Okay. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, so Trump Gao, uh, not wishing to cause trouble for his old wife, did not call out and burned to death in the haystack. That's like... Yeah. <laughs> 
Tingyi, in her anguish at her old husband's sacrifice, cried as she also threw herself into the burning pyre. That's a and little dramatic. It is dramatic. And wait, there's more. <laughs> Fan Lang, unwilling to live without her, also jumped in with her as well. And so the three burned together in this haystack and died. So, oh my god, why couldn't why couldn't the ex lover just leave? Like <laughs> why couldn't I, I think they would it would probably cause a lot of questions to be asked if I mean it comes running out of the haystack. I mean better questions than like all of that. Like I'm here. Oh she could have just explained it. It's not like she did anything with him, did she? Uh Oh. I, like I don't think I don't think so in the stories that I'm reading it's like very uh pure sounding but I think it's okay. just the fear and consideration of like her current husband's feelings that she was worried about <laughs> and like maybe not react wild. very maturely but <laughs> that's absolutely well I'm gonna be so considerate of my ex-wife that I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna burn to death it's fine yeah and then she goes oh my god like, yeah like I'm gonna burn to death, and then okay. Anyways, <laughs> move on. Okay, yeah, moved by her husband's sacrifice, obviously. But yeah, they they all died at the same time. The Jade Emperor, who was watching as this unfolded below him, was moved by the three's hearts and decided to immortalize them all into one entity called the Kitchen God. What? That's wild. So the yeah. Kitchen God is all three of them. Yeah. So. The god made up of two men and one woman. Um, they each kind of have like a special job or specific designation of what they represent with the god. And um, Drumgao, the beggar, uh, became the god of the homestead. Tingyi became the goddess of the marketplace. And Famlang became the god of the kitchen. So they all have like these kind of different roles, but I'm not too sure what they mean. Well, exactly, uh, but, they, they, but they all come together and watch you in the kitchen. <laughs> so is it three gods or Rolled one? Up into one? Rolled up into Rolled one. Rolled up into one. So there's like one body. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah but, but like three minds. Three minds. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Wait. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Say those three again. Which one's who? Which one what? What Zhang the? Gao, the previous husband and the beggar, uh, is the god of the homestead. Mm -hmm. Ting Yi is the goddess of the marketplace. Uh, okay. And Fam Lang is the god of the kitchen. Okay, so I guess, okay. Yeah, so I'm guessing like each of them have like these sort of designations that kind of sum up to like the idea of the home. And mm -hmm. like, yeah, and like they, they represent having good morals. Apparently, because sacrificing yourself is a thing in Asian culture. It is. It is. Right? It, it is. is. Oh, yeah. my God. Stoicism, sacrifice. It's, like, all, like, centered around, like, being, to, like, it's, like, tragic. It's, like, <laughs> I tragic. I don't exactly know what they're trying to tell us. Like, are we supposed to do that? Like, should I throw myself in a fire? I don't know. Yeah. But it's definitely, like that kind of mentality is definitely passed on to the rest of the people in Asian society, I think. Yeah, I, I guess it's supposed, like, it, you're supposed to be a little selfless, I guess, is the story. Yeah. And, like, the story of yourself in a yeah. fire. 
If if you don't want your previous lover's current partner to get confused. Just just to not make it awkward for her, you know? Yeah, yeah. Also, apparently, they all ride a magical giant carp to heaven whenever they travel back. And so the carp has a significance in decorations and in different, like, desserts. For that purpose. Yeah, so. That's, that's, cool. that's a cool little tidbit. <laughs> okay, yeah. so now they just go around watching people in their kitchens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seeing if you have a good moral upstanding and have this, I don't know, like sacrifice in some way. Oh <laughs> I don't know what that means. Help, help out in the kitchen then. Help, help out, out your parents, help out your yeah. partner. <laughs> have a good meal with your family. Yeah. Show the jade, I mean, show the kitchen god that you're tight and then they'll bless you. Totally. Yeah. And like the New Year's is supposed to be like a time where you reflect on all the connections you've had throughout the year with people. And even my friend, um, he recently, he yesterday, he actually came to drop off a bunch of fruits. <laughs> oh for me, this is a friend from high school and he's, he's, you uh-huh. know, he grew up in Vietnam and like we haven't talked in a while, but he, often like checks up on my mom or me just to see how we're doing and yeah yeah just like having that consideration just that time of the year to reflect on how you've done and who you've been yeah just small things like that just show their even if you don't talk to them every day they like keep you on your mind yeah totally yeah so there's that oh okay well that was a good story i hope (laughs) Kitchen God will watch. Wait, if I'm not Vietnamese, <laughs> hold on. I think I think there is like um Chinese, like Chinese version. version. Oh my god, Chinese Kitchen God. Okay, his or the Stove God, Zhao oh Jun, Zhao Jun, Zhao Shen, Shang Lang. Um, two different. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of different names. Yeah, that's that's the thing with folk legends. They get retold reinterpreted mm-hmm. um, so it did stem from china but i guess vietnamese people <laughs> added a dramatic flair to it stems from china. <laughs> yeah yeah different different versions but it, it has something to do with fire so that's why actually we burn the incense uh to call upon this kitchen god on the stove <laughs> so, really yeah yeah so i don't I know if that like pays homage oh. to like them burning it up <laughs> burning oh in a fiery death, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i yeah. i mean i do my traditions because my like family does it but i never know what they mean like what mm. am i burning incense for is it to homage to those burning people who knows <laughs> yeah and uh we often give them desserts as well as offerings um yeah i guess with the lunar new year you typically have like sticky rice Um, I don't know if you had anything particular for this weekend that you ate. Um, I had a lot of uh, like tarot cakes. Ooh, yeah, my mom. Why didn't you you invite me over? Girl, (laughs) you can come over now. I mean, we're you know in a pandemic, (laughs) but um, yeah, I ate tarot cakes. My mom makes them every once in a while for Lunar New Year's, either with tarot or turnip. And then she makes this like, she makes this one Chinese 
I'm assuming Chinese dish that like nobody ever knows what I'm talking about. Uh But I think it's a mixture of like shrimp and meat. And then she wraps it up in like layers of bean curd. Mm-hmm. And then rolls it up, cuts them up, and then deep fries them. And in Chujiao, it's called he gong. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know what... Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what culture this is from. My mom says it's Chinese. I don't know specific, if it's specific to, like, our region. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, I also had sticky rice. Mm-hmm. Um... It's always such a big feast for New Year's, um, traditionally. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, my parents were talking about how on in the countryside, like, all these big, big families come together and they have, like, this huge feast. There might be, like, this giant, like, roast pig. And, oh, my God. The roast. Like, congee, <laughs> chicken congee. Um, yeah. I had chicken, yeah. too. Um, yeah. yeah, usually you know when there's not a pandemic i go to my grandma's house um and i have you know all my aunts and uncles there and all my cousins i have a lot of cousins um here and we just have a feast together we light some incense for um our late relatives and then we have a big meal together and it's just a really good time to reconnect with Mm -hmm. uh, family i didn't realize how much i appreciated it until yeah, yeah. Go, go growing into adulthood because, like, when you're a kid, you kind of just are there. <laughs> my God, when I was a kid, I used to. I didn't talk to my cousins that much. I kind of was just on either like my phone or my DS, and like now, like I take the time to, you know, catch up with them, check up on mm-hmm. how they're doing, what they're doing, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a nice it's um yeah definitely something i want to be able to continue in the future if i ever have descendants oh my god (laughs) if you have descendants will you teach them your vietnamese traditions yeah i'm just gonna link them to this podcast uh oh my god we have a twitter now too so oh my god the Twitter handle is at Curious Exchange. Yes. Um, we'll we'll try to update it more frequently with like cute little updates here and there, maybe some funny yeah. stories about what Lindsay and I find out while working on the podcast, mm. etc. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I wonder what I wonder what could have prompted Haggard Man to strike his wife. Yeah, I don't, you know, he was drunk. Alcohol is never a good thing in combination with an argument. Oh, uh, that's true. Okay, if you, if you could have happiness, like a happy life with like not that much income or a million dollars. So would you choose happiness or a like a billion, a billion dollars. <laughs> oh, she, she raised the bar. <laughs> I raised the bar. Oh my goodness. I mean, I think, I think happiness is probably my life's goal. I don't think necessarily money, but um, I mean, money can afford happiness, conveniences, power to make a change into your world that does um, connect to your core values that would make you happy to 
realize like those, mm -hmm. those visions. But yeah, I mean, if, if happiness is already wrapped up in there, I'm going to assume that I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing some good stuff. I'm like satisfied. So yeah, I'll, I'll choose the former, choose the former. I, I think about that saying a lot. Um, happiness can't, no, <laughs> the other way around. Money can't buy happiness. Mm -hmm. And I, my cynical ass on the way, my minimum wage part-time job, I was like, man, people who say that must be already comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I kind of agree. You can't obviously buy happiness mm -hmm. but i think you would make everyone's lives a lot easier you wouldn't yeah but then you also have to think like where does that money come from is it tied to me working and busting my ass like 24 7 working like a mm -hmm. really like difficult ceo job that maybe i didn't sign up for you know like there there mm -hmm. are um, a good a good career advice that i heard wasn't that what isn't what do you want in your career but what it what is it that you're willing to sacrifice for? Or like, what kind of things are you willing to give up in your That's career? Yeah, yeah. So. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. When I was in high school, one of my teachers, um, he proposed that question. He he said, what would you do rather happiness? <laughs> would you rather happiness <laughs> for a million dollars? And then, you know, some people said, oh, I'd rather happiness or haha, I'd rather million dollars and then he went on to say like um yeah sometimes in your life you need to look at values you want is money worth it if you don't have you know anyone to share it with or you don't have the joys in life and then yeah it was a it was a long speech and then at the end he was like now which would you choose and you can yeah I chose everyone was nodding along and saying happiness and I said yeah a million dollars would be <laughs> girl <laughs> but obviously my thinking has changed when I was young, I, mean, I you're totally it's totally fair to like think about it and yeah, consider it it's like I, a very attractive option I, my point now mm -hmm. I would choose happiness but you know a million dollars wouldn't you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, I refuse it as long as there's no strings attached. I think yeah. I think that's the thing. There's always there's always strings attached. Always, <laughs> money comes hardships as well. So yeah, yeah. We were just talking about the other day about winning the lottery and how, you know, you know, you gotta yeah. be careful. If you I would <laughs> put on a mask. And then sign the whatever paperwork, and then I changed my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, because people, uh, people are gonna reach out to you. They're gonna be like, "Hey, remember that time I gave you a piece of gum?" But <laughs> 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 you know, no. I was the critical. I was the critical part to who you are today yeah because of that piece of gum honestly of that mean, ride home. <laughs> that'd be yeah. i mean if you want but uh yeah things okay. are different when you have money but anyways that's i think we can wrap up our podcast for today yeah yeah it was a good podcast thank you for telling us about the kitchen guide yeah no problem and uh we'll uh 
find, I will look forward to what we have to offer next week. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> okay. See you guys next week.